All right, everybody, Graham here. Listen, it is not unknown that they are trying to censor everything we do. Do not let them allow us not to be able to talk to each other. I need every single one of you right now to join my text list. Text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 866-645-0622. It's completely free. You will find out what's going on with me all the time, and you never have to worry about them taking us off the air and not being able to talk to each other ever again. Text the word right now, Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 866-645-0622 now. You know, we should we should come in differently. You know what? Let's do it again. Three, two, one. Hey. Well, I got in trouble for no. I didn't say. I did not say yeah. Yeah. That's what you got in trouble for. I went. What a stupid. What a stupid thing to comment about. That's their thing. You know what? The Hodge twins have not done. Hey. They haven't done that. They've done. All right. They've done. Yeah. They've done that. Yeah. But they haven't done. Hey. <laughs> I should call. You know what? Yes. Yes. That's what we're going to do on that. Because the Hodge twins are coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do that to them. <laughs> we're yeah. going to come on and go. Hey. Hey. Yeah. This the Dear America podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's cultural appropriation. It is. It is. I apologize. Um, Let's see. So today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, And you can probably tell by the title. And and I don't know if we're going to go, is national divorce necessary or is national divorce a good thing? Question mark. You'll know. By the time you click on this, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, but we are still in deliberation on on that. Um, we've had a lot of people ask about this topic of a national divorce, um, which is uh, well, we'll get into that in a minute. But before I do, I want to say thank you to every single person that wrote me in support of my anti uh making me figure out what you want for your birthday slash Christmas list thing. Make your list, be an adult, get over yourself. Thank you very much for all the emails I got that feel the exact same way from women. Yeah. They're say, (laughs) well, a lot of them are there admitting to it. Yes. Yes. All right. You're right. I read it to Jake aloud a couple of them. Yes. So thank you. For that. Um, anyway, back to the point. Uh, national divorce. The seriousness of it. You hear you hear congresswomen and congressmen talk about it all the time. Marjorie Taylor Greene has been a big proponent of national divorce or national divorce is inevitable, etc. And so I've had a lot of people ask me about this yeah. and uh, my opinions on it, my opinions on what would it actually look like? Um, 
et cetera. And so we're going to have a discussion about it. And I think this will be pretty cool mm-hmm. to have a discussion uh, because I, I kind of want to know what Jake thinks. And if you think I'm crazy or you disagree or you think this or that, continue to write me, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com and let me no. Just don't start the email with, I really like you, Graham, but... Yeah, so, 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 uh, we have filmed some bank episodes for Christmas, and uh, there is one person... <laughs> <laughs> you'll find yeah, out. Yeah, you'll know it when you hear it. There is one person that decided to mess up and uh, send me a little hate, hate, a little hateful email. Well, by God, this is my show, and I will talk how I darn well please. That's right. Uh, anyway, but before we get into this... Let's get into a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to talk about Good Ranchers, our title sponsor. I want you to imagine over 100,000 Americans losing their jobs. I know what you're thinking. It's not hard to imagine. Uh, We live in Joe Biden's economy, but go with me here. (laughs) You can stop imagining it because it's a reality. Since 2015, over 100,000 independent farms and ranches in the U.S. have shut down down why because china meat is stealing their business and robbing you of the quality and flavor you deserve that's why good ranchers is here they exist to support local american farms and help you make great american meals together they want to restore the american ranch and your meals to their former glory plus They saved the Dear America podcast from oblivion when Facebook tried to shut us down. So you need to go right now and support the people that support American beef, American chicken, American ranchers, and this podcast. You need to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. And you get 10 free Bistro Filets. And in addition, if you subscribe, you will save $25 off each subscription box of mouth-watering American meats for life that's right get 10 free bistro fillets that's a 119 dollars value free express shipping and 25 dollars off your monthly subscription for life at goodranchers.com slash graham get the best deal of the year at goodranchers.com slash graham offer code graham all right National divorce. My gosh. <laughs> My God. Uh, are we close? Are How we? How dare you? Shut up, Greta Thornburg. <laughs> Is it Thornburg or Thornburg? Uh, Thornberry. I don't know. The Thorn- wild, the wild Thornberries. Yeah, I think it's Thornburg. Gosh, how much we care. She sucks. Anyway, um, <laughs> there you go. Her parents suck more, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, her parents are terrible. Anyway, all right, so. National divorce. What is national divorce? So national divorce is just a really nice way of saying potential civil war, uh, (laughs) potential separating of the states, um, a divorce between a section of America and another section of America. Um, This is not crazy talk. I mean, a lot of people have brought this up. Uh, I didn't start this. Alex Jones didn't start this. Psychic vampire. Psychic vampire. <laughs> Still my favorite thing. Really uh, have you ever seen, there's a YouTube channel before they blocked all things Alex Jones. It was a dude who put like super motivating music behind yes. Alex Jones, like having conniption fits. I loved it. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Anyway, um, so this isn't anything new. 
is something a lot of people have talked about. Most people, I would argue, say, oh, we're headed for another civil war. I think that's what most people Mm -hmm. say. Um, I have said multiple times, I don't particularly see it that way. Um, I did, I did one. I think we have a lot of beta male sissies and I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, two, all the major military bases are in the South. Uh, I don't think that this is a North South thing. Okay. I mean, it true. It's weird, right? Like, like the original civil war was a North South thing. This is a left, right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I hate to say this, or you could argue it's a Christian, non-Christian thing. It's an American, non-American thing. Uh, I said, non-American, non-American thing. <laughs> uh, it's different this time. One, I don't think civil war would happen in the terms that people remember the civil war because the world is too small now. Okay. Here's the reality people. America can't go into a civil war battle with each other. We can't literally within 30 seconds, all of our enemies would know we're fighting each other. Now's the time. And they would nuke the ever-living balls out of us within five minutes of it happening. So that's not reality. I mean, and, and you know, Jake, I mean, please, on this one, feel free to interrupt me as much as possible. I mean, am I crazy? I, I just don't see that being the route. Yeah, I, I just feel like we, we're not, we're divided ideologically, but we all still live right next to each other. So... I mean, depending on what city you're in, obviously, that that's where I see it happening is individual cities like chop, you know, cities could say like, All right, Chaz. we're a, uh, you know, democratic socialist city. If you don't have your papers and agree with us, you're not allowed here. Right. Uh, I don't see it as states as much because as much as we hit on California, it's really Los Angeles and San Francisco, like Illinois, it's just Chicago. So it's these cities that are the real like epicenters of this socialistic kind of ideology. So that's the only way I could see it. But then why would they do that? That trade would be messed up, you know, that they would instantly. Well, I think we have to we have to acknowledge the fact that if we get to the point where it's actually being talked about, Mm -hmm. we're past the why would they do that stage, (laughs) you know, at that point, I think. I think that it is going to be, I I do. Let me get that off the table. I think it's absolutely possible. Do I think it happens in my lifetime? I don't know. Maybe. Good Lord. Look at the way things have gone the past two years. Who would have ever thought, right? How do you think it would happen? Like states would all agree to be in the, you know, new federation or whatever you want to call it. Well, but, but, but here's the problem, right? So, so right off the bat, everybody would be like, all oh, the red states are just going to go do their own thing. And all the blue states is, well, it's not separated geographically like that. Right. Right. So literally, if you look at it, the red states almost do like a giant L through the continental U S mm-hmm. excluding Alaska and Hawaii. So from Montana swooping all the way to Texas, all the way up to freaking Virginia now mm-hmm. is red, right? Uh, Michigan and Wisconsin all the way. Well, Ohio is red too. So you've got that little cluster right there of blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, um, that little cluster. What about Indiana? 
It's weird. Well, right. And, and, and but the the uh, left has both coastlines, mm-hmm. except for you know. Well, they have half of the of the eastern coastline because at South Carolina it turns red. Right. Um, but then and, you got Georgia. Old Georgia. I well, I don't believe they have Georgia. <laughs> I did not really. Right. Um, either way, but but the freaking West Coast is gone, man. I mean, you know, they got that mofo locked down. Yeah. Um, and, there have to be some kind of mass exodus. Right. Moving. Right. So so again, so look at it like this. So you can't just say, well, you know, we're going to have the Republican states of America and the Democratic states of America. You know, like like you can't do that. Because geographically, I mean, Washington, Oregon, California would have to cross the red territories every time they wanted to go to New York or Massachusetts or Illinois or things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So so I don't think it would be that simple. Honestly, if I had to be honest with you, I would think it would be broken up into like a power four. Yeah. If I had to be honest, I think you'd have, you know, the SEC <laughs> as you would, you know, uh, I think you'd have like your uh, your Big Ten <laughs> kind of thing, your Pac-12 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, people that don't watch college football have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I, I think I think that the more uh, thing is, I think that you have like a four group breakdown. Um, and then, yes, as far as the land mass goes, I think whatever you would call that L shape, the red states would have the, the largest land mass. Uh, but the issue you have there, then you've only got you've only got one or two real ports at that point. Yeah. Well, no, you got the Gulf, but either, okay, well, so three, mm-hmm. but the blue states have all the ports for all the imports mm-hmm. and things like that and exports. You know, you got to get it out of here too. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is, I, <laughs> I think that <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see what this Supreme Court case with Roe v. Wade does. And, and this is why. <clears throat> I think it'll also pave a way for, I think what you were starting to see I think, (laughs) hopefully, I think you are starting to see the empowerment of states. Right. That's what I think you're starting to see. Like, when's the last time you you can remember a governor of a state and, mind you, multiple governors of states getting on national TV and telling the president to suck it? Trump. But he wasn't a governor. No, all the governors like, you know. Well, well, uh, okay, fine. All right. But again, my point over the past five years. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that's the way it's going to be for forever. Let's say 2024 comes along. Trump wins. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's just hypothetically think it. If you don't think that the blue states are going to be emboldened even more against Trump than they were. Oh, yeah. I almost feel that if you're really talking about what's changing in America, it's almost like the president's, I don't ever think the president's power was different. I think our perception of the president's power is now shifting back to, whoa, 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 whoa. Who, who do you think you are again? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. kind of thing like, no, 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 we elected you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I think you're starting to sh- see that shift. 
literally everything, all the vaccine mandates that Biden's trying to do has been shot down in federal court now, right? And back to the abortion thing, I think what's going to happen, we talked about this a lot, I think Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned 6-5. Wait a minute. 5-4, excuse me. <laughs> There's nine. <laughs> There's nine. We haven't packed the court yet. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, I think that what they're going to do is they're not going to make it, you know, you don't have a federal right to murder babies. Right. But we're going to leave it up to the states. The states get to decide mm. if you're going to have the abortion. Yet now you got California coming in saying, well, you know, uh, this is this is this is abhorrent that you wouldn't allow people to murder innocent children. So we're going to fly them in for everywhere and put them up and free free baby murder care and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, you're already starting to see it, right? Mm. These states would not be doing this if they did not see the writing on the wall. Okay, the writing on the wall says they're going to overturn it in the federal court. It's not a federal right, and they're going to turn it over to the states. I think that's their only option is yeah. to turn it over to the states. That is going to pave a way for what we're actually talking about here. You know, a lot of people are like, well, Texas is the only one that can legally do it. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Texas is as secure as Texans like to think that they are. Yeah. I mean, if we're really talking about it from a tactical standpoint, let's say it does go to a battle scenario. Texas is surrounded on all four sides. They're in the worst geographical location from a tactical advantage that you can possibly imagine. Oh, they're backed up to Mexico. Uh, hello? <laughs> you know, they're surrounded literally by everything. All right, everybody, it is not unknown that the Biden economy is in a dumpster fire. It's not in a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire with inflation soaring at record highs with $3.5 trillion that they're wanting to add to the national debt. Listen to me. Inflation is coming. It's here. And if they continue going with this trucking thing that they're trying to do with our truckers, uh, a a recession, a depression, anything could be on the horizon. So you need to diversify your savings right now with Birch Gold Group by getting gold, silver, and other precious metals. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, maybe you got a little money saved up. You've worked hard for that, right? So why let people like Biden and the Biden administration ruin it? When all you got to do is just text the word Graham to 989898. All Birch Gold wants to do is give you a free info kit. That's it. It is a 20-page info kit explaining why you need to diversify your savings with gold, silver, or precious metals. Now is the time to protect what you have worked so hard for. This isn't a money-making scheme. This isn't a scam. This is about protecting what is yours. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. Go right now. I don't think Texas has, the, you know, I mean, literally, yes, Texas can self-sustain for a while. But Texas is also very much used to a lot of import, exports, cross state lines, mm -hmm. all this other kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, just imagine it at that point. I mean, they're already kind of talking about it. The White House has said multiple times that it is on the table. 
Uh, domestic travel. If you don't have your vaccine papers, you're not going to be allowed to travel from state to state. That essentially makes each state a country at yeah. that point. Yeah. The same type of restrictions that they're putting on other country travel, they are open and have not said that it would not happen. To me, that's the scariest part is that they still have not said, well, no, no, we're not doing that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like, you know, what happened to those people? They're like, what are you mad? No, we're not doing that. You know, no, they're like, all things are on the table. That's what dictators say. Right. Well, I never said we wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, uh, I think that that's more so a direction that it would head. Yeah. Is that you would see, I don't, I don't see there being a fight. I really don't. I, I don't think. What are leftists going to fight with? Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. like, like the far left is going to pick up arms and fight mm -hmm. the far right, if you will, over, you know, if they can divorce each other or not. Please. I, I mean, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I, I am being legitimately honest about it. Mm -hmm. So the people that are anti-gun, anti-free speech, anti-violence, anti-whatever, they're going to be the ones to pick up arms and force people to stay if they don't want to stay? Like, like, I'm asking honestly. They'll probably recruit ISIS. Hey, man, look, back in the Civil War days, everybody was a tough mofo. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just trying to be honest. Even the women would beat the crap out of 80% of the men that are here today. Yeah. yeah. The end. I mean, you bringing up the Civil War is kind of um, where I'm coming from with this, because like we talk about a lot, our sissified culture and people that are just willing to give up their freedom for security. Um, and I believe a lot of this, going back to the national divorce, started with Obama. No president has ever been so polarizing and, and breaking us apart as a country. We were pretty close on politics for the most part. It was just a few things that made you a Republican, a few things that made you a Democrat. But through the years since Obama, we became so polarized that now we're having this discussion of like, maybe we should just end it all. And I think back to the Civil War, one of the reasons the North was fighting was, yeah, to, to end slavery, but also to preserve the Union. And Lincoln talked about the Founding Fathers. He's like, they didn't go through all that for us to just pee it all away, for lack of a better term. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at today. Everything they did in World War II, everything our founding fathers did, and we're such a, you know, whiny generation that we're just like, screw it, let's just end it. We can't get along, fine, like national divorce. And I think that's part of the, the control that the powers that be have. They want us to be polarized. They would love for America to have a national divorce. So I think when it really comes down to it, we have nothing to, you know, I know Marjorie Taylor Greene talks about it a lot, but negative, negative, negative uh, outcomes would, would happen because of this. And, you know, when you really sit down with somebody, a lot of the radicals, yeah, they are elected officials like Ilhan Omar, but most citizens, you know, only disagree on a few things. And it may seem like Oh, you believe this? Like, no way can we live in the same country. But that that all comes from, you know, programming, you know, the, the shows we watch, how we're so easily manipulated. And for our founding fathers and for everybody who went before us and created this country, I just could not imagine having a national divorce over disagreements like this. Well, to, to, to be clear, I don't want a national divorce. Yeah. To, to, to be clear. Do I think it's inevitable? Yeah. 
I think it's inevitable. Uh, you know, especially if you're a Christian, you believe the Bible and things like that. America doesn't make it. I don't know when that happens. Mm-hmm. Could be a thousand years. I have no idea. America don't make it right. Like, I mean, you know, a- as a Christian, that's what I believe. And that's what I know to be true. Cause the Bible literally says it like, <laughs> you know, America don't make it. Um, I, my, the, the, the place that I get, I think that there's so many, if I'm, if I'm being my own, uh, if I'm running opposition research on myself, right? Like I believe America is the greatest country in the world. I believe the, the constitution is the closest to near perfect document. The only, except for the Bible that we that mankind has ever created. Like I, I do. We have inalienable rights given to us by God, not the government. I believe those fundamental principles of America. And I believe America to be the greatest country in the world. However, I also believe that the world has gotten smaller. And what I mean by that is, okay, even, even 20 years ago when I joined the military, like we're coming up in two more years, it'll be 20 years ago I joined the military. All right. When I went to boot camp, there was legit people from New York that thought that people from Mississippi legitimately walked around with no shoes and overalls on. Mm-hmm. I mean, legitimately. Um, we were smaller then. And the argument could be made that now that everything is so small and literally the thoughts of a white dude from Mississippi can be heard by the thoughts of a transgender uh, whatever they, them from Oregon mm-hmm. and they can get in fights with each other and it becomes national news. Who would have ever thought that that would be a thing? Right. You know, who things are smaller. Now there is such a thing as cultural differences. The problem that we are running into right now is that we used to just understand that. Well, people from New York, they're different. They're rude as crap. Boston, they're rude as crap. You know, I mean, that was just like the understood stereotype, right? right. People in the South were known to be racist, dumb, but nice to people. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, uh, people from the West Coast were all hippies. You know, and I'm not saying that stereotypes are right, but what I'm saying is that was the way the world was. Because mm-hmm. nobody ever really ever, nobody ever really knew each other they know social media it was a bucket list for people from mississippi to one day make it to new york new york city and they walked around new york like they were seeing space for the first time yeah like just in shock and they were there for three days and then they went back to the wood line like the world is different and and the problem is now you've got people from the south that want people in manhattan new york to do things their way. Mm-hmm. And you got people in Manhattan, New York that want people to do things. Uh, that want people from Alabama to do things their way. Right. You got people in Sacramento, California that are wanting people in Texas to do it their way <coughs> because the world is smaller. So my only, my only opposition to, you know, the founding fathers wouldn't want that is The question that I've said multiple times, and I can't remember who I heard ask it, but what is actually the more American thing? Some would argue that the American thing 
is life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, leave me the crap alone. Mm -hmm. Right? We have rights as Americans, and the foundational principles of those rights treat me the same as everybody else and leave me alone. You know? First Amendment, Second Amendment, right of refusal of search and seizures, you know, all that other kind of stuff, the right to remain silent, you know, life, liberty, this pursuit of happiness, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. It can be argued if you had to break down the American, the thing that makes America, America, Mm -hmm. life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. All men are created equal by our creator. We have inalienable rights given to us by our creator in the Constitution. All right, uh, iTarget Pro, listen up. It's almost time to start thinking about the holidays. And the first item on your list needs to be iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm in the comfort, safety, and privacy of your own home. In other words, without old Joe sniffing over your shoulder with the cost of ammo through the roof this gives law-abiding gun owners a better way to train regularly no more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammunition just download iTarget's proprietary app load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers including 223 and your AR so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus get free Free shipping with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code Graham. That is probably, I mean, please disagree with me if you think so, but that's, you know, what is to be an American, right? Yeah, it's a, a huge chunk of it. That's for sure. You know, I, I it's not a geographical thing, in my opinion. I don't believe it to be so. Just because you were born here doesn't mean that you're a freaking American at heart, you terrorist. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah, you may be an American on paper, but you're not an American. You know, American is something in here. It's in your, it's in your soul. It's in your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an American. We got a lot of people that just got America on their birth certificate right now. So the question, and 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 please hit me back on this. The question that I heard somebody ask one time is, you know, you got to remember during the Revolutionary War, there's 2.7 million people here total. Yeah. That's it. That was 360 million. <laughs> and only a third of those voted. <laughs> you know, in the last election. Mm. So we don't even know where 200 million people stand on things. I would be willing to bet that it's at least 50-50 down the middle, at worst, left and right. Let's just say, let's just say it's 50-50. I would like to believe that more people are conservative, but, you know, we'll see. But let, just for simple math, let's call it 50-50. Mm-hmm. Okay, half the country wants us to be communist country. Half the country wants to be left the crap alone, be a capitalist, democratic republic and leave it the way it is. Yeah. 
what is actually the more American thing to do? Is it to separate and agree that we'll help each other in wars and we can trade back and forth? Or to literally force half of the freaking country to do what the other half says? Well, that's the thing. Like, what, like pick a specific thing like abortion, right? If the federal government says it's not okay anymore, the states still have the right. And that's what California is doing, you know? So, mm-hmm. so it's almost like Obama started this whole thing, like I said earlier, but it's not that we have a divorce coming. It's that our quote unquote, like parents, just to give that analogy, decided to stay together, even though it was super toxic. And now it's been like five years and we're growing up with like this bad relationship. And, and, and that's the thing, like, specific instances because like oh we're so far apart from the radical left it's like okay well abortion we don't have to get a national divorce they can just go to california uh taxes if they try and put crazy taxes on the rich or whatever go to florida or go to texas you know so there's the states like you were saying still yeah but, have but, those- but how long is the federal government going to allow that to happen right so you've got you've mm-hmm. got you've got a couple states that don't do state taxes Right. So a lot of businesses go there. Well, how long before the federal government starts trying to push back on those states by implementing more taxes and regulations for those states to where they remove the incentive of moving to those states in the first place? Because now you're paying so much more in federal taxes because you don't have to be vaccinated. You're not following federal guidelines, et cetera. I I think we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg of what's actually going to happen. And this is why it's so important for you to elect the right people, man. Right. Because because you are going to have to elect some freaking fighters, man. Because (laughs) I, I think that a national divorce... I I don't know. I'm trying to put my thoughts together on this. I I think the gun thing isn't going anywhere. They're already trying to redefine the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And I've said this again and again, they were never going to convict Kyle Rittenhouse. Now that it's over, I could be honest about what I think. They were never going to get that conviction Mm -hmm. and they knew it. They used Kyle Rittenhouse. It's kind of like inception. They used the Kyle Rittenhouse thing to Put that little seed in there of what actually is definable self-defense. Mm-hmm. That was the por- that was the whole purpose of ruining that young man's life was to plant on a national level. If you have a gun, do you actually have the ability to claim self-defense when you're the clear winner because you have the gun? Right, and you could have just kicked him in his testicles. Correct. Same thing. Like I used the Con Air reference. Are you allowed to actually defend yourself in a bar if you've had advanced combat training that the other person didn't have? See what I'm saying? Like, that's what they did. That was the whole point. That was that was the entire point behind all of it was to plant that little bit of a redefining what self-defense actually is. Mm-hmm. They can't take the guns. They know that. They know that they can't do that. The amount of bodies 
would be the worst this country has ever seen. Mm -hmm. It would be, I mean, there would literally be blood flowing down the streets in every city. Literally. They'd bring UN troops in. They, they, they would. <laughs> Our military wouldn't go for it, so they'd bring foreign troops in to enforce it. Uh, and then they would still lose. If, Unless you know, they start they'd have to bombs. They'd have to bring everybody, yeah. uh, you know, uh, at that point. And, and then I still don't think that they're able to do it. Because the only reason then our allies would come and invade the own thing against the own citizens, what kind of a country would there be left yeah. to be an ally with if they did that? So I said, no, I don't think that's it. They know they can't take the guns. So how do you do it? Well, you change what self-defense actually can be defined as, mm-hmm. right? First Amendment, same thing. They're doing the same thing right now. They know they can't get rid of the First Amendment, but now they can do things like the mass way that we communicate now is the Internet. But now they're trying to say it that you can't mass communicate on the Internet unless you tell the truth. But now they get to determine what the truth is, which automatically removes your ability to ask questions. The First Amendment was actually created to ask questions, to challenge. But we can't do that now. Right. You've seen some states that are trying to fight that by saying, you know, uh, each state needs to treat Facebook and Instagram like other countries do. No, you have to treat Florida residents different. Mm -hmm. You cannot, you cannot censor speech in Florida the way that you do in California. Lord knows they've got different rules for China. Oh, yeah. A national divorce looks a lot more to me like a separation of terms, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I think that a national divorce keeps America afloat for a little longer. That's what I think. I just think it's so, a, a lot of this is so fabricated because if, if we do have a national divorce, George Soros will take a big chunk of that credit and media, you know, that loves stoking the fire, throwing gasoline on the fire every time a black guy is killed, you know, by a cop. It's like the media, George Soros, social media has created a lot of this and social media a lot of it, they, they hate like all these hateful posts, but then we find out that Facebook's actually pushing those hateful posts um, to try and create a divide. So this polarization, it, a lot of it's artificial. Some of it's real. We do have legitimate things that we 100% disagree on, but we have never been as polarized, even you know back in Civil War days. We're way past that point, but a lot of it is is fake. It is People like George Soros who fund, you know, Black Lives Matter and Tifa who are paying for and hoping for our downfall. So for me, it's like we'd give them exactly what they wanted. We play right into their master plans for, you know, taking well, down the one country. Well, but we're already doing it, though. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. I mean, we're already got, doing what? We're already we already have groups of people that don't live by the same rules and are not required to live by the same rules. At the Amish community, you've got Indian reservations. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, like, <laughs> like you have to ask permission 
to go on to areas that are run and governed and policed by any re- and yes i'm well aware there are horrible things that go on any reservations okay mm-hmm. that's not what this is about i'm not saying that it would be all sunshine and rainbows okay i'm saying but we already do those things all right patriot mobile standing up for what you believe in can be challenging but there are basic things you can do to stand up for your principles like buying from companies that believe what you and i believe we need to stick together now more than ever and there has been one mobile phone company willing to stand with you in defense of liberty and religious freedom and that is patriot mobile Mm -hmm. america's only christian conservative wireless provider they offer broad nationwide coverage in fact They use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, and the sanctity of life. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Graham or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Graham. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Graham or call 972-PATRIOT now. Like there's already groups of people that literally like no, I <laughs> said so we're yeah. not doing that. If you're ready to live that kind of lifestyle, well, well, right. Which no, not very many people are. I, well, and that's true too. And so again, it goes to it goes to the question of what does a national divorce actually look like? I think it is. I don't know. There is a part. I mean, think about it like this. I think it looks a lot, a lot more like you're not a. You're not an American, you're a South Carolinian, mm-hmm. you know, and it falls under kind of like the UN has a group of countries. The United States is a group of these 50 countries, right? you know, kind of thing. That's what I see it is something, something along those lines. I, I don't think that you're going to see, like we talked about earlier, like these big patches of things. Yeah. Because then what happens is eventually you are going to start wars because... Oh, I'd love to take California. But what I'm saying... Uh, nobody out there. Nobody's worried about California. <laughs> uh, but then you've got these huge land masses and stuff and all this other stuff instead of what you would do. And honestly, maybe it's a good freaking thing. You break, break apart big government. I mean, yeah. you just completely decimate it. Break apart big government. Big media. And you literally have your state reps, your Senate reps, or your state uh, reps, your state Senate reps, and the governor of every state. There you go. There's your government. There's your governing authority in that state. So then when the governors, like when it comes to going to war with other countries, like who would make that decision? Like well, I mean. Governors would meet up. and Well, yeah. I mean, vote. it would be all 50 governors would be like, hey, South Carolina was just attacked. I mean, again, I don't know. I'm just saying like, hey, you know, I mean, there would be some kind of ally. I mean, it would still be the United States. Mm-hmm. But with more power to the states. Yeah. 
which is that's a good to, thing to be put to be blunt. That's actually how it's supposed to be in the first freaking right. place. Um, but I mean, I do. I think it's more. I mean, like Texas. I mean, I hate to say it, but Texas does this all the time. Texas people will tell you right now, I'm an American unless Texas decides to secede, and then I'm a Texan. Mm. I mean, they they literally say it every day. Right. I'm an American until Texas secedes, and then I'm a Texan. And, you know, I mean, I do. I think that's what a national divorce actually looks like. I don't see a left versus right, a north versus south. I see it split in 50 different ways yeah. <clears throat> because, because you're talking about 50 different states that now all have mixtures of far left, far right, middle left, middle right, middle of the aisle people all living within them. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. I, I don't see it. There's too many people now. There's just, there's too many. There's too yeah. many people. And you give anybody the opportunity, hey, you want to leave? You can go leave and you can, you know, instead of getting a driver's license somewhere, you'd essentially be getting like a passport to to another place. Like your driver's license becomes your freaking passport mm-hmm. to go state to state and all this other kind of stuff. You know, you travel. Uh, but, it, you know, instead of people living here going, well, you know, my parents are English, you know, they live in England. Uh, well, my parents are Mississippians, right? You know, they live in Mississippi. Um, a sad day or my parents are, fathers. I mean, my, pa- my, my parents are Tennesseans, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. And I don't know. That's just what I see it being more like. I do not see, I do not, because again, we're not arguing over constitutional rights and freedoms that are in the constitution, right? Like the, like, you know, the number one thing that, you know, the North and everything for the fundamental principle of one person can't own another person was all men are created equal. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, that you, you see what I'm saying? Like that was the definitive thing. It's like, no, if all men are created equal, then that's the way it has to be. Right now. Yes. There are a lot of things involved in it. Yes, I'm breaking it down, people. Just Civil War historians here. We've all watched all the documentaries and done the reading. We got it. (laughs) All right. I'm breaking it down. If that's the point, we're not arguing over those things. We're arguing over people that want to fundamentally change those things versus people that want to keep those things. We've we've always kind of been like that, though, right? Like even 1776, I mean, we were split 50-50. Half of us were like, no, we are not going against the king. We want to live under British rule. It's true, but true, but they had a but they had an out though because if they would have lost, they didn't sign on for anything. They didn't fight. They probably would have been okay. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Loyalist. They had an out though. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm getting at here is, is it? The American way for us to say, we believe our way is better and we're going to force you to do it. Like, that's the key question. Yeah. Right? Like, if all men are created equal, we all agree that at the end of the day, we have the right to tell each other to go get bent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, 
Forgive me, but if you break down being American to the most basic level, we are God-fearing, pompous, arrogant, leave me the crap alone, you are not my boss. Mm -hmm. Which one's more American? Because right now, the Democrats are in charge, and buddy, they are trying everything they can to force us to live like they want us to. Yeah. And, and I'm not naive swings. either. If you don't think that I am well aware <laughs> that it will go the opposite way with the Republicans, no, I understand that to be true. The key question, what is actually more American? To vote and whatever side wins forces the other half of the country to do whatever they want? Or is it time to split up uh, and maybe save the children. Uh, anyway, that's all we have for this episode of the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this uh, thought-provoking discussion. Let me know yeah. what you think. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you again next time. See you.